Grand rising, beautiful soul family. I'm Coach Susie, and welcome to the Beyond of Use podcast, a show about the power and benefits of using self-love and hope to overcome self-doubt, depression, anxiety, and panic attacks resulting from the trauma and abuse of our past. I love sharing my story, but I love showcasing other badass men and women who learn to turn their pain into purpose and they're using that gift to help other men and women transform their mindset from victim to victor. Today, I have the pleasure and honor of showcasing Dr. Patricia Suggs, international best-selling author, CEO of PKS Publishing, and founder of Patricia Suggs Coaching. She is known for her ability to teach women how to find their voice, step into leadership and excel at conflict resolution. She loves working with professional women in the area of leadership, helping them to get over themselves and get promoted. She assists them with communication skills, gaining more self-confidence and learning to deal with confrontation effectively and compassionately. In addition to coaching, she is accepting applications for her multi-author book, Invisible No More, From the Darkness of Discrimination to the Light of Success, Women Speak Out. Patricia, thank you so very much for joining me today. That is an amazing title of a book. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And it's great to be with you today. Thank you. I appreciate that. So tell us more about um, from darkness of, from the darkness of discrimination to the light of success. How did you come up with that? Or did you experience discrimination? Yeah, I actually, I did. Um, back in the gosh, mid seventies, mm. I was in, I went to divinity school, um, went to Duke divinity school and became an ordained clergywoman in the Methodist denomination. Mm -hmm. And that was in the late seventies and served my appointment. And at that time, after that, and at that time, not many women were in seminary. We mm -hmm. had no female professors till my last year. Wow. And, and then we only had one. Mm -hmm. Now they've got a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and then when I went out into the churches, the churches in our particular conference were divided into conferences had, I don't know if any congregation may have been one or two, maybe that had a female. Mm -hmm. So it was all brand new. And most didn't want a female because they really weren't sure. Mm -hmm. You know, that it went from the, we're not sure we really want one because we've never had one. Plus those who still had that belief, well, women shouldn't yes. be doing that anyway. Mm -hmm. um, and they would try to use the Bible to rationalize all of that stuff. Well, we could come back with other scriptures that, <laughs> that overturned their beliefs, but it still, it was hard. Right. And so there was, um, coming going through the process there was you know there was bias at every level and being out in the church there was discrimination they didn't they weren't quite sure mm -hmm. you know for one of them but the other was they just weren't sure a woman could do wow ministry for mm -hmm. whatever reason and so you know yeah there were always little things i, I remember the, the one that really got me was i became pregnant my husband's a minister too. Mm -hmm. And so we got married and came, went to the mountains in North Carolina and he had a few churches. I just had one at that time and we got pregnant. Yeah. We'd been married about two years. And so they had never, it wasn't in our book of order, our discipline 
anything about maternity leave because there weren't women wow. in ministry mm -hmm, then. Mm -hmm. So they were not really wanting to give maternity leave. It's like, well, why should we, why should we give, we'll give you time off, but why should we pay? Wow. <laughs> oh, golly. Okay. You know, and I had some women, there was one young woman said, well, I, I had, I didn't get paid when I took time off and she shouldn't either. And, you wow. know, just different things. Mm -hmm. So thankfully the majority of my congregation was very, very supportive mm -hmm. because I'd already been there. I was there three years total. We had him our third year. So I'd been there almost two years mm -hmm. and I'd gained a lot of support. Mm -hmm. And so many of them who weren't even on the board, they just came and sat around mm -hmm. making sure the board knew we support her. Mm -hmm. And they voted it through, which was, I, I was very grateful um, for that. So I got six weeks and they paid for that. Mm -hmm. um, I had a wonderful, his, my supervisors are called district superintendents and for districts and the district I was in, we had a wonderful man and he was saying, you ought to take nine weeks because you'll be leaving at the end of this year anyway. Mm -hmm. But I opted to just do six because mm -hmm. I didn't want them getting all fired up. <laughs> you know, it's getting, I felt I did really well getting six. Um, but that was just one example. Your little things mm -hmm. like that. Um, then, I, you know, I went back and, and I served some more churches, but I also went back and got a PhD. And mm -hmm. then I went into, as part of under the umbrella of ministry, I went into a medical school. And I became an associate professor there mm -hmm. and began um, developing programs and helping health providers because my major was in gerontology. So I helped health providers understand what it means and how, what they need to know in order to serve older adults. Wow. And back then, that was in the late eight, mid to late 80s. And that was just becoming a topic. I mean, now statisticians most people realize and most businesses are realizing that we old baby boomers are going to be the majority mm -hmm. in the next few years yeah. um and so they need to figure out how to work with us and so then it was it's kind of new but more and more people were in nursing homes and so the nurses and the staff and all that didn't really know what to do mm -hmm. so in the medical center there was discrimination too. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I, I was a woman and there weren't that many, there were, there were female faculty, but mm -hmm. it was still all the higher ups were male. Wow. And also I had a PhD and not a, an MD. Mm -hmm. And if your PhD wasn't in like epidemiology or public health sciences, where you could get in thousands and thousands, millions of dollars in grants, then you were kind of wow. put underneath. So there were just lots of those little things that you experience going through um and i you know i was there 17 years and so i did a lot um but i also realized i was missing the church and went back in mm -hmm. and served some smaller churches mm -hmm. and one of these little churches i served part-time while i was trying to start up my coaching um they were just very i don't know biased against me for one even though one this one church they knew me because my husband served them years mm -hmm. before but they had really been struggling and so I, it, I came out even after I left that it they just didn't want a woman that was one reason and then I had much broader views as far mm -hmm. as I thought the church should be open to every mm -hmm. it didn't matter who you were what your orientation was mm -hmm. what color your skin it didn't matter you 
were welcome in the church. Well, there we're in this little community where it was very white and very what they would call normal. You know, they didn't have exposure mm. to many people who were gay or transgender wow. or any of that. So when they realized that that's what I was open to, mm -hmm. then they were like, oh, you know, and I got snubbed and I got, mm. I mean, they quit coming. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that goes wow. on when things like that happen that people don't really understand. Mm -hmm. But I got through all of that and I, I was successful in everything I did because I decided that I wasn't going to let that yes. stop me. Mm -hmm. You know, that I was, I knew I could help people yes. and I knew I could do whatever I set my mind to. And I wasn't going to let some small minded, yes. you know, views mm -hmm. and all that get in my way. I did it anyway. <laughs> so I did it anyway. Yeah. And it wasn't always easy, mm -hmm. you know, um, it was because it was hurtful. Yes. You know, I'd come home and go, oh, Oh, mm -hmm. <laughs> you won't believe what happened today. You know, it's just, it was not what you right. really strive to be mm -hmm. a part of, but I grew a lot from it. Yeah. And in working with, I, I got certified also in working in conflict situations and that made all the difference. Mm -hmm. And that, that helped me also. But I think I came out of it wanting to work with women so that they don't go through mm. the same thing. Or if they are, I can help guide them through it right. and teach them ways that they can get through and get to the other side and be successful. Right, yes. So that's kind of in a nutshell what I did. Mm -hmm. And that I think that's, that is so important because uh, there are gonna be instances where, where we experience um, discrimination regardless of you know whether we're a woman or our sexual orientation and we have to we have to know how to ha not only handle it but handle it effectively and compassionately right because there is right. a way for you to to get your point across get your views across without without really you know arguing with someone else we're all all of our views are are valid <laughs> you oh, know absolutely. yeah and you can do it and that's what i learned that was the main lesson i learned um in the training is that and i began to practice it and mm -hmm. it takes practice when yeah. you're not used to it because i hate conflict i mean i know yeah but, oh it was not fun but i learned the art of and it is a skill where you learn how to work disagree like you said have your viewpoint but not put the other one on yes. the defensive and when you can do that then it's like oh she's really listening yes. to what i'm saying but at the same time i'm you know standing up for what i believe in and yes. and there's a way to do that without getting into it and you know once mm -hmm. it hits the angry phase you've lost anyway i mean it's yeah there's no point in continuing the discussion so right. it, but you know all through that i think i even at this stage in my life, which is, I'm much older than a lot of people, um, <laughs> started their, their journey. But um, I realized that, you know, I had going through a, uh, a lot of, even in addition to the bias and discrimination, even though my parents were super supportive, there was a part of me that never, I don't know, I never felt quite good enough in my own mm -hmm. head if that makes sense, mm -hmm. you know, and I had self-doubt mm -hmm. um, and I would, you know, there's, I felt everything needed to be perfect, kind of the imposter syndrome mm -hmm. that they talk about so much now. Mm -hmm. And I was 
perfect candidate. Perfect because everything had to be perfect. Um, I did learn to get through that too, mm-hmm. but it still comes up. Absolutely. You know, every once in a while, I find myself as when I'm starting something new uh-huh. or doing something different, it's like, uh oh, the little old, the old <laughs> tapes come back. You know, and going, no, it's not going to work. You know, or no. Yeah. And where that comes from, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, I think. There's a part of me, you know, you see and you come through school and you're socialized through mm-hmm. them and you're so, and my parents were really open, but they were traditional, mm-hmm. but they pushed me to do, go even further. Mm-hmm. So they were very, very supportive, but you know, you go to school and if you're not a cheerleader or you're not this mm-hmm. or that, I mean, it's, it's little things mm-hmm. that some people would say, well, that's nothing. Well, right. it is when you're a kid, mm-hmm. it is something when you're a kid. And those kind of stick in your head. Mm -hmm. And it's hard, even as an adult, you don't know where it's coming from, but those feelings are still there. Mm -hmm. They're just about different things. So yeah, it's, it's weird. I I know some people go, yeah, but you didn't have it that bad. I go, no, I didn't. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I didn't have it bad. I had a loving family. Mm -hmm. Um, I did well in school Mm -hmm. and that's where I excelled was in school. Mm -hmm. And so that was my thing. Mm-hmm. And I knew I could do that. But some other things, yeah, I don't, I don't know where their little attitudes get in there, but I think it's just the way women in general are socialized mm-hmm. anyway. Absolutely. You know, we're yeah. supposed to hold back, mm-hmm. um, not supposed to express ourselves, yes. you know, men want to talk over us. I mm-hmm. mean, there's all kinds of reasons and I'm seeing that we hold back and I'm seeing it with professional women, wow. even, and I've been reading articles lately that even the highest level female wow. in the country, successful, have reached, you know, almost, well, she's vice president, almost president, right? Mm-hmm. And other women in the military, other women in businesses, CEOs, they still have those struggles too. Yeah. They just don't talk about them. Right. Absolutely. But those little voices will come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so how do you, how do you get over those little voices? What's your, what's your I, techniques? For me, what works for me is um, remembering that that's a bunch of, it's just myth that I'm telling myself that it's not true. Um, and that I, I look back at what I have done and keep reminding myself, I did, I was successful yes. in areas that women just weren't that, for me, you know, weren't that popular in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was able to, and I, I remember one woman um, and I, another ministerial colleague and I were talking and she said, you know, she said, I think we felt we had to be, cause we both were in ministry like we came into it over 40 years ago Mm -hmm. and she said we came into it when we felt we needed to be absolutely perfect and do it right in order to be a role model for the women Mm -hmm. coming after us and I that's I think that's partially true Mm -hmm. that we felt you know we were the forerunners so we need to do this mm-hmm. really well you know, right. and, and not make any mistakes. I think women coming out now, hopefully, I think there's still that attitude, mm-hmm. um, but hopefully it's changing. But, you know, I think we, everybody ex- experiences yeah. those childhood things where we just don't feel mm-hmm. quite right or we're not, you know, we hear things or somebody has told us something that we don't even remember, but it's embedded right. in our psyches and it affects how we react Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Absolutely. But I, my main thing is I just do it anyway. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just Absolutely. force myself yes. into the uncomfortable zone yes. and do it anyway. Because I don't want them to win. <laughs> I don't want those feelings. Yeah, those feelings to win or people who think I shouldn't or couldn't or can't do it. I don't yeah. want them to win. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's very important that you teach that too. Um, communication and also um, how to communicate effectively and compassionately because we can do that. You know, you know, people always judge women as as being these emotional creatures, but we can learn how to I don't want to say tame it, but express it in love because that's who we are. Mm -hmm. It is. Mm -hmm. It really is. And I think women do that much better than men. Mm -hmm. um, it's nothing against men. I got a wonderful husband, very nurturing, um, more nurturing than my, than most of the men I had uh -huh. had met when I was coming through school, but, but they're still, they don't understand mm -hmm. what it's like. And I think women, some, I mean, some men, especially in corporate, um, and even, well, even in ministry, I think some just felt threatened mm -hmm. that we were going to take their place. Mm -hmm. And that's not what, it's not the way, the reason I entered, yeah. I mean, I entered ministry the same reason they did. I felt I was called to do that. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's not a matter of one over the other. It's a matter of working together. Yes. And I think women are much better at team building mm -hmm. and doing it because that's what we grow up doing. Yes. We really do. Yes. Oh, that is so beautiful. Yes. Yeah, so that is so true that a lot of men are intimidated or fear a woman because they feel they like she's going to try to take. And it's like, no, I came here to collaborate. I came here right. to work with you. I didn't come here to take anything from exactly. you. I came to work for you. Yeah. 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 And then, and it's, if they could just get over that feeling. And there, there's just this, and even women, some women that um, are in leadership positions, many times they fear and they become turf oriented, mm -hmm. kind of turfish, if you, if that's mm -hmm. a word, because they're, um, instead of encouraging, and this is only some small percentage, right. but still there are those out there that don't encourage other women mm -hmm. as much yeah. because they're fearful. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, we've got to get over that to where we understand we're working together mm -hmm. and there are ways to overcome a lot of those imposter thoughts and syndrome thoughts and the lack of confidence there's lots of ways we can do that mm -hmm. and i think by helping and guiding each other mm -hmm. we'll do much better yeah and i think that you're in a perfect position because that's exactly what you're teaching is that really how women can stand in their power without being that masculine energy because you're powerful in your feminine energy. There's nothing wrong with your masculine energy, but how to have that power and to communicate effectively and to stand in that feminine power so that you're not intimidating. Right, exactly. Because there are ways to be not forceful, but ways to really be strong, I think. Yeah. In in, and in, in your integrity mm -hmm. and in putting ideas across, you can do that in such a way, <clears throat> excuse me, that it's not authoritarian. It's yeah. not, you know, it, but it's powerful. Mm -hmm. And I think women, if we could just understand that we do have power yes. by being feminine, yes. by being who we are mm -hmm. and not by trying, you know, my dad, made, that was, it was interesting because he grew along 
with me. I remember when I was young, real young, he didn't think women should serve on church boards and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then he was the one, my biggest advocate <laughs> for going. It was really funny, but he, he was one, he, did, he just didn't take what he believed years ago. Mm -hmm. I mean, he constantly learned and constantly mm -hmm. understood and constantly saw things. And he was at an orientation at Duke with he and my mom were and it was just to introduce us. And we had driven there from Illinois to Durham, North Carolina. And he, he just said one thing after that, going to that event, he came to me later and he said, I just have one thing, one piece of advice I'm gonna give you. And I mm -hmm. said, what's that? And he said, whatever you do, do not try to be like the men, be yourself. Be, bring what you can offer as a woman. Wow. He said, but you're gonna try to imitate them. Then you're, what are you offering that's wow. any different? And he said, women, you have a lot that's different yes. and that you need to offer. And I thought, well, that was pretty insightful for me. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've yeah. never forgotten that. Yes. And, I, and that's what, every once in a while I, I bring, I remember that. Mm -hmm. And I'm, that's what helps spur me on too. Just those kinds of, statements that kind yes. of support and other people too supporting us you know it's just it's amazing yes. um if you'll just put your mind to it and say i'm going to do it anyway mm -hmm. um i've overcome a lot of those self-doubts not that they don't come back mm -hmm. but they still do <laughs> well, <laughs> right they still do i don't care how far you go in life those doubts those fears mm -hmm. they still continue to come but the more that you grow the more like you said you know how to Tell them to be quiet. <laughs> be yeah, quiet. I don't hear it right yeah. now. Just, yeah, leave me alone. You know, I'm I'm going for this. And so then yes. and they do. You know, I had a coach one time tell a story and she said, you know, I have I used to envision, I still she still does, I think, a little person, a mini me on my shoulder. Mm -hmm. You know, she's dressed up like an executive, you know, and she stands on my shoulder. And whenever I start to try something new and she starts her little thing like, uh, 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 hmm. you know, you can't know that's not going to work. She said, I've learned used to, I would listen to that hmm. and back off. But now what I do is I just turn to my, my imaginary little person <laughs> on my shoulder and just say, you know, I, I respect, I hear what you're saying, mm. but I, I don't need you right mm. now. And then I flicker off mm, my shoulder. I like that. And she said that. I do too. She yeah. said the act of flicking her off it just me <laughs> to action. So I love, I love that example. Yeah. I mean, that's one I'll never forget because it really is so visual. Yes. I love how she respected her inner critic. She she didn't yeah. down talk her inner critic. She didn't fuss at her inner critic. What did she say? I respect, I respect what mm -hmm. you said. But I'm not gonna listen to that right now. So I can't I can't use that right now. That. So bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what that's not gonna help me today. So you're gone. <laughs> that is but a, yeah, I mean you yes. know, we, I think yeah, it's it's it, it works. It yes. really works. That's good. I like that. Yes, I'm going I'm gonna start start using that myself whenever my little inner critic comes, because we do, like you said, we all mm -hmm. have the inner critic, you know, oh. who knows where they come from. And they from. like being vocal. They do. They like being vocal. Yes. You know, I read something um, you might be interested in too. It, it was fascinating to me. Talked about um, 
there are parts of the brain that are different in our brain that are different than in men's. And there's, I forget what they call it, but there's actually a part in the brain that, that kind of centers around negativity and judgment. And it's bigger in women than it is mm, in men. And yeah. so that's why we just, uh, yeah, there's, and we have to really work hard. Yeah. Guys don't tend to have that little voice mm -hmm. like we do. Wow. It's much, it's much louder within women. Yeah. And that would explain a lot too, as far as like women not supporting other women because of fears and thinking that, oh, well, she's, oh, yeah. she's better than me or more talented than me. And it's like, no, use her as inspiration. That's my thing yeah. is use her as inspiration. Yeah. You know, you don't have to try to and compete her with her. Up. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's no need because to compete. Many, and you know, it's so many CEOs, you know, like the men, um, if they nurture a woman to come up and through the ranks, which some do, mm -hmm. some are very good. Um, it's great. But if there aren't women behind her, mm -hmm. when she's gone, that goes back to the way it always was. Yeah. So it's her opportunity to begin nurturing other women mm -hmm. and bringing them on too. Because if we don't help each other, it's, it's not going to work. Right. You, know, we have to support each other. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's, that's everybody. That's men, women, women, women. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We can't do it yeah. alone. Yeah. Mm -mm. So tell no, us, we need each other. Tell us more about this book and how, how can people get, be a part of it or is there a particular yeah. pe person that you're looking for tell us more about the book um yeah it's and it's exciting for me because this book um really did come out from the uh, whole idea for the book and the title from my the experiences mm -hmm. that i've had mm -hmm. and i want more and more women to understand that what women what other women go through mm -hmm. to achieve success and mm -hmm. so i want women who have experienced any type of bias or discrimination and are willing you know to share their story mm -hmm. and to say you know this is who i am now but this is what i had to go through yeah. this is how i did it mm -hmm. and give other women hope that they can do that too and that they have a lot within them that needs to come out and if they have been discriminated against or biased for whatever reason their story needs to be told right. so other women can hear it and I think that's what encourages uh, more, more and more women, I think, to come mm -hmm. to come out and be open about that. It's I know it's a sensitive topic mm -hmm. um, and a sensitive area, but it really is one that I think it needs to start. I, I want to see more and more women talking about right. those the specifics. What did you go through? Mm -hmm. You know, just to say I went through bias. That's one thing. But what kind and mm -hmm. what happened to you? Um, because it is hurtful. Every time you go through it, it hurts, mm -hmm. but you're the stronger you get, you're able to rise above it. Mm -hmm. um, and then you're ready for the next one because yeah. you know, it's going to happen. So you just, right. you're ready for it again. But, but I want those stories to be told. And so I'm looking for women who are willing to, you know, they're successful in whatever way they want to be. And it doesn't have to be a money amount. It's yes. they're successful in their life. Yes. And they want to tell their story. Awesome. Yeah. Is this your first project with your publishing company? It's my second actually oh. it's my second book. But the first one, yeah, the first one was Aspire Women Finding Their Purpose. 
and that came out in April, and it was number one on Amazon. Oh, okay, congratulations! Yeah. Yes, that's yeah, awesome. Thank you. The twenty beautiful, uh, twenty beautiful women wrote their stories, and mm -hmm. it finding their purpose, and it was great. Wow. It was a really wonderful experience. That's amazing. So, if 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 they wanted to be a part of this multi book, um, multi author book, how how would they go about doing that? Okay, they just need to um, email me or if we're friends on, you know, I can become friends with them on Facebook and they can message me. But my email is pksuggs at gmail.com. Okay, awesome. And they can just email me and I can, uh, we can schedule a, a talk, mm -hmm. you know, a chat and they can hear more about it and mm -hmm. then we can go from there. Awesome. And I'll make sure I leave all of that information in uh, the description box for the podcast and also the description box for the YouTube video. Um, if anybody is right. interested in sharing their story um, of discrimination and how they overcame and, you know, was able to find success and uh, share that with other women, um, because we all do need that. Like you said, we need to see other women who have gone through the fire, so to speak, and, and come, mm -hmm. come out successfully and now willing to talk about it. So in our last moments, do you have any last words of inspiration, encouragement, or words of wisdom that you would like to share for any woman who may be struggling with her own self-confidence or communication? Um, speak to that woman right now. Yeah, yeah, there's, um, th there's a lot of gold inside each and every one of those women. Um, that you have what it takes to be successful. You just need to believe it. And sometimes I know that we're told, well, you shouldn't do that, or no, you should stay at home, or no, you can't do anything. Um, but that's all myth. It's all a lie. And we need to understand, and I would say to every woman out there, you've got what it takes. Mm. You can do, you can dream and you can do what you want to do you just have to first of all believe in yourself and then go for it no matter what yes oh that was beautiful that is so true patricia i thank you so very much for joining me today sharing your knowledge sharing oh, your wisdom it's been a pleasure thank you so very much for joining me today oh this has been great thank you so much you're welcome i appreciate you have a great day okay you too bye-bye okay. bye-bye you heard her, ladies and gentlemen. She said, you can do it, but you just got to believe in yourself. You know, dreams don't come true unless you believe that they can, unless you believe that they can. So I'm going to leave all Patricia's information, all her contact information in the description box. Uh, if Patricia's story resonated with you, if you feel more drawn to Patricia as a coach, as someone you want to learn from, or if you feel like you want to be a part of that multi-author book, reach out to Patricia, okay? That's what I'm doing this for. I want to support and showcase more women. Men too. I'm, I'm all about collaboration and supporting each other because we can't do this by ourselves, okay? And when we support other people, that helps not only ourselves to, to, to move, to, to, to elevate in our own lives, but it helps that person too. And that's what we're here for. 
you know, that's what we are here for. And no, you may not resonate with everybody, but find your, find your people, find your people because they're out there and then just start serving. This, this is service for me. You know, this is what I view as service. So if you enjoyed the topic today, I invite you to subscribe to my monthly self-care newsletter where I provide tips, tools, and resources on, excuse me, loving yourself deeper every day. Once you are subscribed, you will receive my free ebook from victim to victor, how to live an empowered life beyond abuse. The ebook was created to move you from victim to victor and help you live an empowered life beyond the abuse and depression of your past. It was created to push you and assist you with redirecting yourself toward a more peaceful, happier existence. Yes, 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 yes. When I tell you, when I tell you where I've come from and to see myself here now is almost surreal. Like the emotions that I'm feeling about the things that are happening in my life. It's like, wow, I work for this though. And you can too. It takes a lot of hard work determination and like Patricia said belief in yourself and in your dreams because it's nobody else's job to believe in you but you but you will along your journey find people who also believe in you and want to support you and you're still going to have people that are not going to want to support you right because they don't want to see you there but they nobody can stop what God has for you nobody okay so always remember that or that higher power whatever it is that you trust in but you got to trust in something other than yourself. You got to believe in something higher than yourself, yourself and something higher than yourself. So once you're subscribed to the newsletter, all subscribers receive 25% off the five poetry book bundle, 15% off all products and free access to the private Facebook ebook mental health support community from victim to victor, how to live an empowered life beyond depression and abuse. There's daily encouragement, weekly challenges and weekly live zoom meetings with q a every friday at six o'clock p.m eastern standard time uh, you can subscribe to the newsletter today by visiting suzysuttles.com or clicking on the link in the description box below uh, special thank you and shout out of love to all of my youtube subscribers podcast subscribers and podcast listener supporters i thank you for your love kindness and generosity it is greatly appreciated Listen, when you make a monthly love offering in support of this podcast, it not only helps to sustain future episodes, it also assists the mission of A Mother's Touch, Inc., which is to provide co-parents and families with love, nurturing, guidance, and the resources they need to become a healthier, happier, more holistic version of themselves. Um, we also assist men and women financially who are leaving domestic violence relationships and struggling financially. You know, I just really want to be who I needed when I was experiencing my, you know, when I was struggling in every area of my life. Like, I want to provide the tips and tools and resources that I use to help other people through. So, if this is your first time listening to the podcast on Anchor, Apple, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, or YouTube, thank you. Thank you for being here. I really and truly do appreciate all the, the, new, um, the new people that listen to, you know, to, to my podcast and the viewers on YouTube. You know, you could have stumbled on anybody else's page, but here you are, and I thank you for that. And I invite you to listen to more episodes. And if you like what you're what you're hearing, I invite you to subscribe to the podcast. And then 
if you're getting something out of it, if you're growing, become a listener supporter. All listener support is greatly appreciated and accepted. And again, it goes to assist a mother's touch Inc. So if you are someone, you know, as a need of financial assistance, please visit www.amotherstouchinc.org and fill out the form for financial assistance. Uh, you can also make a love offering donation there, or you can do that via cash app, which is the dollar sign, a mother's touch Inc or Venmo, which is the at symbol of Mother's Touch, Inc. And Mother's is spelled with a Z. Well, that's all I got for y'all today. I love y'all and I thank y'all for joining me. But you know, before I let you go, I have to send a prayer of love out into the universe. So let's go ahead and do that. Dear universe, I love you. I thank you. Oh my goodness, you are awesome, amazing. You are everything to me. You are my world, my life, my song, my melody, my symphony. And I remain in awe of your love and your protection and your provision and your the doors of opportunity that you continue to open. How could I not give that back? How could I not help others? Because that's always been the mission. That's always been my heart is when I get there, I want to pull other people up with me ain't about it ain't just about me but you got you also got to work <laughs> it don't come for free people just expect you to help them and it's like no you got to you got to put in your part too that's how it is with the universe you got to believe but you got to do the work you got to take action when the universe says so no, nobody is here to just support you. You got to support yourself first and then you will have people in your path that will help you to get further. But you got to start doing it yourself. And I'm thankful and grateful for all those who rejected me, for all those who didn't support me because they taught me how to stand on my own two feet. And I'm grateful and thankful for that. Thankful and grateful to use this platform and and assist other people. And thankful and grateful for everybody who stopped by and listened today. And I ask that you would cover them with your love, with your light, and with healing energy, and know that they too, they too can have their dreams, but it's gonna take some work, it's gonna take some determination, it's gonna take some letting go, it's gonna take some growing up, growing up spiritually mentally and emotionally to be able to handle, to be able to effectively communicate and compassionately communicate with others. So, um, and that's why, that's why the storms and obstacles come to build character within us. So thankful and grateful for that experience. Thankful and grateful for everybody who is here today listening. Um, thankful and grateful to serve in this capacity thankful and grateful to experience another day. And with that being said, let's rock this day out. Let's get her done. And so be it. And so it is. Amen and amen. I thank y'all for being here today. I want you to go out, have an awesome, amazing and beautiful day today from my heart to yours as always. Namaste. If you experienced rejection, abandonment, trauma, or abuse as a child, you may find it difficult to create a healthy, happy, and holistic life. You are not alone. 
I am Coach Susie, and I am a survivor of addiction and narcissistic domestic violence abuse. I was raised by a mother who experienced narcissistic personality disorder, and I experienced every type of abuse. I was rejected, abandoned, and traumatized before the age of 10. As I grew older, I attracted these same type of relationships into my life because this was my life. It was all I knew and it was what I was accustomed to until I introduced myself to something different. In 2015, I left a 20 year unhealthy and abusive relationship with a man who struggles with narcissistic personality disorder. And I began a journey into loving myself unconditionally. It took me five years to accomplish living a happy, healthy, and holistic life, and that was primarily due to the lack of financial and educational resources for people like me who were severely traumatized as children and grew up in impoverished neighborhoods. The Loving Yourself Unconditionally movement was created from the mind of a traumatized child who struggled for years with self-doubt and low self-esteem. But I learned to love herself unconditionally beyond past abuse and thrive successfully in life with PTSD, bipolar disorder, and ADHD. I struggled to love myself unconditionally due to the mental and emotional abuse I received as a child. The voices of doubt, fear, and not good enough would constantly haunt me until I began to change my mind. The Loving Yourself Unconditionally Movement is a community of people who desire to learn practical and effective ways to love themselves unconditionally beyond abuse. The Loving Yourself Unconditionally Movement is not about chasing perfection and trying to be perfect. It's about learning to love yourself unconditionally in every area of your life, no matter what that looks like. It's about becoming the healthiest, happiest, and truest version of yourself, no matter what that looks like. If you are ready to learn how to love yourself unconditionally beyond abuse, pre-register today at suzysuttles.com. Everyone has something to teach us. My question to you is, are you ready to learn?